Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. You know, um, we had a real tragedy this weekend in Waukesha. The likely you're waking up this morning, you either heard the story yesterday or you heard it this Monday morning. Number of people dead. It was an attack at a parade with a vehicle used to run down multiple people. But if any moment has ever spoken to the need for responsible journalism in this country that's now unfortunately dead, this is that moment. And because we believe in responsible reporting here, I want to be crystal clear. We are not going to do what the left did in the Kyle Rittenhouse case at all, which is create false narratives and misinformation that led a bunch of people to believe things that aren't true. Journalism is dead. It is really, really unfortunate in days like today that you're reminded about the role of a responsible set of journalists in this country who we don't have. Got a loaded show for you today, unfortunately, for all the wrong reasons. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Let me get right to it. Uh, folks, we got that. I've got a ton of audio and video of media people spinning up the crowd about the Rittenhouse case with misinformation. Let me just tell you now, Kyle Rittenhouse should sue every single one of these people. No mercy here. You will never, ever get a more fair, equitable media environment where they focus on the facts until there are real financial losses for their malicious behavior. Never. I heard a couple of people say he should move on with his life, Kyle. No, he shouldn't. He has to move on with his life. But he should get some sense of redemption for himself uh, by, by, by making sure that these media folks pay for what they did to him. With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate megastores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. All right, Joe, let's go. Okay, Dano, let's go. Yeah, there you go. There's a little natural juice up for you. Yeah, I need a little uh, rough <laughs> yeah, weekend. Yeah, there's a lot going on this weekend. How have you been? You doing okay? Yeah, bro, I'm hanging in oh, there, good. feeling good, getting ready for our uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's going to be, uh, yeah, man, what a, I hope um, given all that's going on, everybody can spend some time with their family, look them in the eye, and enjoy. Uh, that's all, you listen, in the end, that's what really matters. So, folks, yep. I'm going to show you some disturbing video. So here is a warning. Uh, in case you haven't heard, there was a, an incident with a vehicle this weekend in Waukesha. A vehicle sped up, did not honk its horn at all, drove through the end of a parade route, mowed down a number of people, uh, killed multiple people in the process. There is a suspect in custody, according to multiple reports. I'll get to that in a second. But I want to warn you, this is some very disturbing video. It's some of the most troubling video we've had to put on the show in a long time. Here's what happened at the parade, taken from an overhead camera. Uh, check this out.
Okay, as you can see, um, there doesn't appear to be any effort to avoid people, obviously, and that appears to be an effort to, to, uh, to hit people on that video. Now, there are a number of things that lead me to believe this was intentional based on the information we have in front of us. Again, ladies and gentlemen, I'm just reporting on what we've seen and my experience as an investigator. I absolutely refuse to do what the left-wing media does, which is speculate on things they haven't seen and not the facts to tell you a story, not the story. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to tell you the story. It appears this vehicle was not slowing down, obviously, as it hit multiple people. It appears the vehicle was in control the entire time. In other words, if it was someone having a medical emergency, you would see some type of swerving as the vehicle, after it hit people, went back and forth and was redirected by obviously hitting people. You don't see any of that. There's no effort to honk the horn, let's say, if there was some kind of brake emergency. Now, listen, I get it. You may be saying to yourself, Dan, it's fairly obvious to me what happens. Why are we doing this? Because, again, I, I don't need to be first on anything. I'm trying to prove to you here how it's always been the conservative media ecosystem that has told you the truth and the left has lied to you. I'm giving you the facts. If this was someone having a medical, you would see the vehicle swerving, not speeding up. If this was someone having a vehicle emergency, you would see someone honking a horn trying to get out of the way. You don't see any of that. Why did this subject enter the uh, parade route at the end and not the beginning, as Sean Duffy brought up this morning on Fox and Friends? Is that because he was looking for a getaway at the end, and if he got caught in the beginning, he would have got caught in the middle of the parade? Notice, by the way, how now that we have an idea of who the suspect is, been reported by multiple media outlets that it is Daryl Brooks, a male black, which has nothing to do with anything other than the fact that the media is obsessed with racial narratives. But notice the media racial narratives, now that we know he's not a white man, you don't hear much. Do you hear any cross state lines narratives now? What about any white supremacist narratives? You hear any of those? Mm -mm. Weird, right, Joe? You don't, you don't hear any? Where's Tiffany Cross and Joy Reid? Where's, where's uh, Chuck Todd and Brian Stelter? Where, where, where are they? Why, why are we hearing now? Wait, wait, wait. Now that the, one of the suspects here is being reported as a, <clears throat> by multiple people as Daryl Brooks, why are we not hearing any of that? Why are we, yeah, yeah, that's right. Crickets, right? No narratives at all now. Now we're hearing calls for responsible journalism. Notice how we do that the entire time. How the misinformation monopoly on the left, they are the exclusive domain of misinformation. Liberals, the media, they're big tech, government, left-wing politicians, symbiote of misinformation. Notice how now they're all calling for responsible journalism. Now, the difference is striking. Now, I want you to contrast this with the Rittenhouse case. By the way, Kyle Rittenhouse will be interviewed tonight by Tucker Carlson on an interview that I'm sure is going to uh, garner millions and millions of viewers. Tucker Carlson tonight, 8 o'clock. Uh, Sean Hannity is Donald Trump afterwards, which is interesting. Should be a big night for Fox News. 
Ladies and gentlemen, there is no longer any doubt now that the liberal media is the largest source of misinformation on planet Earth. No, I didn't say that wrong. The liberal media in the United States and their big tech, cancel culture, Hollywood, entertainment, sports elitist symbiote in association with Democrat politicians and liberal donors are the largest source of of disinformation on planet Earth. The Rittenhouse case conclusively confirms that. Where were the fact checkers the whole time on the Rittenhouse case, by the way? Where were they? I've got more on that later. We are on the right side of right here. They are on the wrong side of right, the left. They have always been. They are the source of misinformation. All of the nonsense you heard. I had to write it down so I didn't forget it. Rittenhouse had a short-barreled rifle. False. Rittenhouse crossed state lines with a rifle. False. Rittenhouse mom dropped them off in Kenosha. False. Rittenhouse had no connection to Kenosha. False. Rittenhouse shot a couple of black men. False. The judge is a Republican racist. False. Largest source of disinformation on planet Earth. Do not trust anything these people tell you. Anything. Anything. We will continue to obey the Dan Bongino rule. 24 to 72 hours. We will let the information settle. Make sure it's accurate. And then we will report it. I want you to read this piece. It's in my newsletter today. Bongino.com slash newsletter. It's by Miranda Devine. She talks about the 10 biggest lies in the Rittenhouse case, and she debunks them all. And let me tell you something. There were a lot. And the lawsuit should start flying immediately. Immediately. I just went through some of them. But here, here's screenshot number one from this piece. 10 heinous lies about Kyle Rittenhouse debunked. One, Rittenhouse took an AR-15 across state lines. Esquire accused him of terrorist tourism. That was false. His rifle was kept in a safe at his best friend's stepfather's house in Kenosha. Two, the gun was illegal. Wrong. Under Wisconsin law, he was entitled to possess the AR-15 as a 17-year-old. The judge dismissed the gun charge, which the prosecution should have never brought. Another one, Rittenhouse's mother drove him across state lines to the riot. False. Wendy Rittenhouse never went to Kenosha. She slept late the morning of October 25th after working a 16-hour shift at a nursing home Near her home in Antioch, she told the Chicago Tribune, Kyle had already gone to his job in Kenosha when she woke up. Ladies and gentlemen, do not trust anything they say, ever. These people are liars. They are proven liars. They are serial fraudsters. Notice again how now, given that the Suspect being identified and some of the background information, if that is in fact accurate, that that is the, uh, if, if that turns out to be the perpetrator later on, notice how all of a sudden there's calls for responsible journalism. Do you notice that? I got it, Miss Paula. Paula's visiting the studio today. Thank you. See you in a little bit. Here's another one. Screenshot two from the Divine Peace. And I encourage you to read the whole thing. Judge Bruce Schroeder is a Trumpy racist, biased towards the defense. Really? In fact, Schroeder's a Democrat, has run as a Democrat for the Wisconsin Senate, and was first appointed by a Democratic governor. Bias was also perceived in what the Chicago Tribune said was a highly unusual decision to allow Kyle to draw names randomly out of a container at the end of the trial 
to determine which 12 of the 18 jurors would decide his fate. It's something this judge always does, he told the court. All false, folks. The media, politicians, their Hollywood pals, their sports community and entertainment buddies, big tech, fountains of disinformation, a symbiotic fountain of misinformation and disinformation. Disgusting. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small, it can be stored anywhere, in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. Comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers in the role made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals on a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. Folks, I'm sorry if I sound a little macabre today. And I just, I'm really devastated by this. I mean, we'd be in a totally different country right now if we had a media enterprise that did fair and responsible journalism. The Rittenhouse case would have never went to trial. Racial tensions would have never been stirred up over an incident that wasn't racial at all. There were no, Kyle Rittenhouse did not shoot anyone who was black. There is no racial component to this at all. And we are where we are exclusively because the media is a fountain of misinformation. And yet when that narrative again doesn't fit their role, all of a sudden now they're calling for responsible journalism today. We'll always do responsible journalism. Let me show you what irresponsible journalism and irresponsible politicians look like, however. Here's a Fox article. This is a fascinating little piece by Andrew Mark Miller about the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee Chair, Sean Patrick Maloney, a hapless buffoon congressman. This guy is a, a goofball. I mean, he is of the, on, the, on the Olympic stand of, of dipwad morons in the Congress on the left. Here he is. He had put out a, an email statement after the Rittenhouse verdict, and he said it's disgusting and disturbing that someone was able to carry a loaded assault rifle into a protest against the unjust killing of Jacob Blake, an unarmed black man. Joe, what's the what's, what's problem with that? Uh, oh, uh, the problem with that is <laughs> someone should ask Jacob Blake if Jacob uh, yeah. Blake is, in fact, was killed because Jacob Blake is still alive. He's still alive, you idiot. Now, he's since had to correct that statement. But don't you think before you send an email to your massive email list about an unarmed black man who was killed, who admitted he was armed, he had a knife, you dumb. I wonder if the retraction email got as many views as your initial email statement, you dope. Jacob Blake isn't dead. He's alive. Ask him. The hell is it going to stop with this? Let's go to the audio video evidence here. And as I said before, there should be no legal mercy extended to these people at all. Tiffany Cross, if she does not get sued at MSNBC, there is no justice in our legal system. 
Here is Tiffany Cross after the acquittal, spouting off a litany of misinformation and disinformation. Where are the fact checkers? Where are the fact checkers? Oh, nowhere to be found. Nowhere. Here's Tiffany Cross from MSNBC. Just listen to this one. If she's not sued for this, then there is really no justice in our system at all. I hope the Rittenhouse lawyers are adding this one to the litany of lawsuits I hope they have coming. Check this out. I find these people disgusting, Ellie. I'm disgusted at what I'm seeing. It's not just this trial, it's other trials. But this in particular, the fact that white supremacists roam the halls of Congress freely and celebrate this little murderous white supremacist and the fact that he gets to walk the streets freely, it lets you know these people have access to instituting uh, laws. They represent the legislative branch of this country. What are we to make of that? Welcome to the modern Republican Party. This is what these people want. And this is what a majority of white people vote for. So there was Tiffany Cross openly defaming Kyle Rittenhouse, who I can only hope and pray adds her to his lawsuits. This will never stop, ladies and gentlemen, until real material losses. I got to write that down because I don't want to miss that on the radio show. Real material losses are imposed upon the left. You want to defame this kid on national television with that other psycho? Go right ahead. You better get your checkbook out. Of course, the stupidity, folks, sadly didn't end there. Here's Chris Cuomo suggesting to Kyle Rittenhouse's lawyer that maybe there was a better approach to this whole thing. Maybe Rittenhouse could have busted out some Chuck Norris style, you know, Shokasugi ninja moves, maybe. And maybe, Joe, he could have fought off the crowd. You know, as you know, <laughs> one 17-year-old kid is highly effective in hand-to-hand -hand combat against 20 to 50 grown adults attacking him with glocks, skateboards, fists, and flying kicks. Very effective, Joe. That, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That only happens, by the way, in dopey Marvel movies where, like, the daredevil with his sonic radar can do that. But according to Chris Cuomo, that's not just in Marvel movies. Kyle Rittenhouse may have been blinded when he was young, like Daredevil, by some radioactive stuff, and it gave him some, you know, radar type thing. That's what Chris Cuomo thinks. Here, check out Chris Cuomo, another idiot, suggesting just that he should have fought off all these people. Listen to this. Does he have concerns that maybe he could have done something else? Maybe he didn't have to fire. Maybe he could have fought. Maybe he could have gotten you know back on his feet. Does he ask himself those questions? So there is Chris, uh, Chris Cuomo, another genius. You saw that. Now, is that legally actionable? No. I mean, that's, that's an opinion. Is it stupid? It's the dumbest opinion I think I've heard yet. That Kyle just should have fought off a bunch of rioters, pulling, putting glocks in his face, hitting him with a skateboard, and doing flying kicks to his face while he was on the ground. That's just that's just really that's brilliant, Chris. What would we do without you? Chris is a isn't he a lawyer too? Yeah, I thought he was. Of course, the entire where are the fact checkers, by the way? Where are the fact checkers? Where are the fact checkers suggesting it's mostly false? One 17-year-old can fight off a crowd of 20 armed men armed with skateboards. Oh, yeah, the okay, skateboards. Yeah, get hit in the head with a skateboard. See how that feels, folks. Glocks. Sticking a Glock in the kid's face, the Grosskreutz guy. Where are the fact checkers? Oh, that's coming up, too. 
Of course, it didn't end with media buffoons like Chris Cuomo and this just grotesque Tiffany Cross. I mean, really, is, there, is, is, is it possible someone could be competing for the medal stand with Joy Reid, Tiffany Cross? Maybe. Her and Brianna Keeler are making moves. Here are the sports morons chiming in. Again, uh, they seem to be in support of uh, Rosenbaum. Rosenbaum, who, was, who attacked Kyle Rittenhouse and chased him and tried to grab his firearm. Joseph Rosenbaum was a white male. Joseph Rosenbaum, who was shot by Kyle Rittenhouse after chasing him and trying to grab his firearm, is also a child rapist who was dropping the N-word. That doesn't stop the sports community, though, from defending him. Here are the ESPN sports idiots chiming in to defend a child rapist dropping the N-word. Check this out. Both former players, but I... We are all black people. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to make sure that we created some space for anything that we want to say here before we talk about basketball. Well, I just I think that the, the scariest part about this, like, you know, so many people talk about not being surprised. And if you live in America, if you know the history of America, you're not surprised. Of course, folks, it doesn't end there. So we have hapless opinion hosts like Tiffany Cross and Chris Cuomo. Then we have sports idiots who don't know anything about the case. I'll get to more, a couple more sports idiots in a minute, too. But supposedly hard news reporters got the story wrong as well. Here's ABC's unironically named Terry Moran. <laughs> That's an A at the end. Is that a typo? I think it's an O. Terry Moran suggesting again that Jacob Blake, the shooting of Jacob Blake, which preceded the Kenosha riots. Jacob Blake, ladies and gentlemen, is alive. Here is Terry Moran suggesting again that the police killed Jacob Blake. Someone should ask Jacob Blake what it's like to be killed when he's still alive. This is the hard news section of ABC. Check this out. Once again, not guilty on all counts in the trial of Kyle Rittenhouse. Let's bring in ABC's senior national correspondent, Terry Moran. Terry, you've been on this case from the beginning here. Walk us through the significance of this verdict today. Well, it's very significant. First, for the community of Kenosha, uh, this city was traumatized uh, by the police killing of a black man, Jacob Blake, then by the demonstrations, which turned into riots over the succeeding days. And then Kyle Rittenhouse showed up with his rifle and took the lives of two of those demonstrators, maiming another. All right. So that was the hard news division of ABC reporting to you again. Uh, is that the soft news? Is that the no news? Is that disinformation, misinformation? Or are these people just too stupid to put in a search engine? Is Jacob Blake still alive? You can actually watch videos of Jacob Blake. You can listen to audio of Jacob Blake. You could have gone and visited Jacob Blake and asked him if he's still alive. But no, they didn't do any of that. Why would you do any of that? I want you to watch this coming up next. This is CNN. Ladies and gentlemen, if you think for a moment, that CNN, MSNBC, and these other hack outlets are not in really, really hot water right now for all of their malicious, defamatory coverage of the Kyle Rittenhouse case. You are insane. You need some proof? Here is a segment CNN ran. Now, I want you to listen to this and tell me with a straight face, this isn't CNN having a holy hit with an S in front of it moment 
realizing they're in real legal trouble, just like they were with Nicholas Sandman on their reporting of Kyle Rittenhouse. Watch this piece and listen to how they, for the first time, have to tell their audience the real truth about all the facts behind the Rittenhouse case afterwards. Tell me, Joe, after you hear this, tell me this isn't a big mega correction in an effort and it's too late to avoid a defamation lawsuit. Check this out. We learned a lot of things in this trial that we should sort of go over. And I was just kind of reviewing some of the things that we learned in the trial that were not necessarily public knowledge before that. One, uh, there has been a lot of talk, especially by politicians, about uh, where Rittenhouse was the night uh, of this shooting. And it turned out he was already in Kenosha, that he had family here, including his father, that the gun was here in Kenosha. He did not bring that over state lines. It turned out during this trial that we learned that the gun that he had a hold of, he actually could legally possess, according to the judge and according to the law here, uh, because of the measurements of the gun. Had it been shorter and a short-barreled gun, then it would have been illegal. But because it wasn't, the judge said that that needed to be thrown out. And indeed, that charge of a minor in possession of a gun illegally was thrown out in this case. The jury only looking at those who were injured, those who were endangered, and those who were killed uh, the night uh, in August that Rittenhouse ended up shooting people. There you go, folks. What'd you think of that, Joe? Is that not a CYA <laughs> moment? Oh, big time. Big time. Dude. Oh, big uh, time. I, I, if that, that is, I mean, I've never seen in television history a bigger CYA moment about an individual other than that. Now, the sports thing. So I'm out with my family. I'm in an Italian restaurant on, was it Friday night? Yeah, I guess it was Friday night. And the Boston Celtics Lakers game is on in the in the restaurant. They have the TV going. And I see Jalen Rose on and it has the they didn't have the volume up because it was kind of loud, but they had the um at the bottom. Gosh, I'm throwing a blank. What the, the hell's it called at the bottom? But it sheesh. Yeah, yeah. The, the, and uh, Jalen Rose is talking. And Jalen Rose, who is a former NBA player. Jalen Rose on the air live proceeds to talk about how Jacob Blake again was killed by police officers in Wisconsin. Now here's Bobby Borak at Outkick wrote an article. ESPN declines to comment on Jalen Rose on air lies about Jacob Blake. Now has ESPN corrected that since folks tell me again, how the left isn't a fountain of misinformation, please. I'd love to hear it. All right, let me get to my next sponsor. News is breaking at the moment, so let me give you a quick update on what CNN is reporting. And don't, no, don't laugh. I mean, I'm obligated to give you all sides of this story. I know it's CNN, so obviously you have to take that with a grain of salt the size of a boulder. But I'll give you an update on that in a second. It's literally breaking as we're on the air. Let me get to my third sponsor. Oh, I'm going to get to that, and then I'm going to get to what the fact checkers were doing during the Rittenhouse trial. And how Trump was right yet again. Breaking news. CNN is... Take everything here with a grain of salt, please. I can't say that enough because it's CNN, a known disinformation outlet. CNN's reporting that the Waukesha driver who plowed into the parade was fleeing another crime scene. That this was not an act of terrorism or retaliation. I'm giving you all sides of the story. Eventually, the... Everything will distill its way out and we'll get to the bottom of this. Okay. I just want to make sure you know what the facts are 
so we don't do what the left does to us, which is make stuff up and uh, cause a potentially dangerous situation. All right, moving on. So, Joe, here is our, what, uh, 452nd episode of Donald Trump was right again? I mean, how many, <laughs> how many times are we going to have to do this? I want to play this video for you. This is Donald Trump. Here's Trump uh, after the Rittenhouse incident that happened in Kenosha. Here is Donald Trump talking about the incident. Folks, you've seen the video. You've now seen the trial. You've seen people testify under oath to the facts. And what Donald Trump is saying here is absolutely factually accurate. Right here. Absolutely factually accurate. It, right here. And yet, I want you to see what the fact checkers were up to afterwards, showing you again how it is a total clown show with the fact checkers. Here, play that cut. Here's Donald Trump. Saying, are you going to condemn the actions of vigilantes like Kyle Rittenhouse? Um, we're, we're looking at all of it. Uh, that was an interesting situation. You saw the same tape as I saw. And uh, he was trying to get away from them, I guess, it looks like. And he fell. And then they very violently attacked him. And it was something that we're looking at right now, and it's under investigation. But uh, I, I guess he was in very big trouble. He would have been, I, he probably would have been killed, but it's under, it's under investigation. So, as we've seen, Joe, Donald Trump was right again, but that didn't seem to matter to the fact checkers. You know, PolitiFarce, otherwise known as PolitiFact, a noted disinformation and misinformation outlet, how people yeah. take these buffoons seriously anymore after the expose we've done on their litany of misinformation and disinformation claims. <laughs> after Donald Trump, <coughs> excuse me, made that claim on October 31st, 2020, in a media briefing, PolitiFarce rated it as false. They said, the video shows Kyle Rittenhouse, the 17-year-old charged with killing the two protesters in Kenosha, was trying to get away from them. That's true. Fell, and then they violently attacked him. That's all true. You've seen the video. Yet when Donald Trump said it, it's false. Donald Trump broke these people. Folks, do you see how the misinformation monopoly, do you see why people like the cat lady, Nandini, has to work in conjunction with big tech, corporate America, Soros, she admits it, Democrat politicians, the entertainment community, Hollywood, and big tech. Do you see how they all feed off each other because they don't want to lose their misinformation monopoly? Do you see the fact checker's purpose now? Let me explain this better. This is important. This is a critical component of my show today. Gaslighting, getting people to believe things that aren't true, is a key component of the liberal ethos. They're never going to get you to forfeit your own individual liberty and freedom voluntarily. So they have to lie to you and get you scared. Get you scared. The only people who voluntarily give up their freedom are people who are scared and frightened. But to keep people scared and frightened as the evil white man is coming for you, they have to promote misinformation because that's just not true. But to promote misinformation, you have to gaslight. And gaslighting involves multiple components. You have to lie, which the media does. You have to lie often, which the media does. You have to lie confidently, which the media does. But the Nandini, Soros, Politifarce, that circle, they're involved with the last component of gaslighting. You need all of these things for it to work and get gaslighting, getting people to believe something that isn't true. 
You need to isolate them from the truth. America is not isolated from the truth anymore. You have this podcast. You have Joe Rogan. You have a number of people, Ben Shapiro, Levin. You have a number of programs out there now that are getting you the truth about Spygate and other things, and it drives the gaslighting, left-wing misinformation monopoly crazy. That is why that fourth component, that's where Politifarce and Nandini come in. They have to shut you down. They were attacking Tim Pool today, a great podcaster. Why? Because they don't want the truth out there. Now, that Soros misinformation machine, what are they protecting? They're protecting the fear and chaos they have to promote. Folks, I'm going to tie it up for you right here. Nobody voluntarily gives away their freedom. Socialism only succeeds when people are afraid. You understand their racial division campaign now and their class warfare? Those rich guys are coming for you. Don't worry, we'll protect you. The evil white man is coming for you. Don't worry, we'll protect you. Remember the episode of The Walking Dead? I talk about a lot where they're trying to get away from the zombies and they walk into a prison. The only way to voluntarily walk into a prison and stay there thinking it's secure is if you believe it's more dangerous at the outside. Liberals walk into the Democrat politician prison because they believe the Republicans on the outside are more dangerous. Why do they believe such stupidity? Because Democrats have gaslighted them into believing so. Why are Democrats right now in this prison where their cities are falling apart, people are crapping in the streets, stealing from the stores and everything? Why are they doing it? Because they've got Democrats insanely believing that the Republicans are more dangerous. I want you to watch this video. Here's a bunch of looters. Pay very close attention to what's happening inside this Louis Vuitton store. If you're not watching on Rumble, rumble.com slash Bongino, that's where you can get the video of my podcast. It's all free, of course. Please subscribe. We're almost at 2 million subscribers, which is insane. Thank you very much. Rumble is exploding everywhere. But that's on, on another note. If you're listening on audio, this, you're going to see this video coming up and you'll hear the audio. This is a guy in a car. I want you to listen to the Christmas music playing in the background. This is so just incredibly ironic, the foil of the yeah. John, uh, the John Lennon, uh, uh, excuse me, John Lennon song, not Christmas music, the John Lennon song playing in the background and then the Louis Vuitton being raided and fleeced. Check this out. Okay, folks, now that was happening in San Francisco, which has a radical far left, left wing prosecutor, a guy by the name of Chase Bowden. Chase Bowden was funded by George Soros. Get to that in a second. But here's Chase Bowden. Now that even the left wing nuts that have been running San Francisco forever are starting to realize they're in a prison and there is no danger on the outside from the Republicans, but they put themselves in the prison voluntarily, the prison of democratic rule, which is jeopardizing their lives, their safety and their property. Now they're starting to reach out to Bowden and say, Hey, all of a sudden, that left-wing crap you were spouting, now it's affecting my life. Real material losses on me. So Bowden, who is a nut, left-wing crazy, finally tweeted out, I'm outraged by the looting in Union Square last night. 
We're seeing similar crimes across the country. No, we're not. No, no, we're not. It's only in left-wing areas, you nutbag. Because I have a simple message. Don't bring that noise to our city. You brought the noise to the city. Great work by SFPD. Stand by for felony charges. All of a sudden, Chase about Mr. Defund the police and all this other crap. Now, all of a sudden, when the left-wing crazies who elected this guy are starting to feel the real material losses themselves, now the Chase, Chase Bowden has something to say about it. Remember this article, by the way, in the Washington Examiner by Christopher Tremogli? Another Soros-backed district attorney destroying a great American city. Yeah, Chase Bowden was one of those. You see how it works now? This, this left-wing money machine, Soros just being one of many actors, P- Pierre Omidyar and others. How they fund fear campaigns, how they fund district attorneys who will keep the fear campaigns going in the street, how the fear campaigns keep people scared, scared all the time. They think they're walking themselves right into a prison. The only way to do it is to keep them frightened all the time, but they got to isolate people from the truth. And that's where these other nuts come in. All right, let me get to my last sponsor. And I got another story after the break here. Some good news for uh, Fox, by the way. This is very good news. Uh, two losers uh, left, which is fantastic news. We love that. Just one more time before we get to these last couple of stories here. It doesn't take long to do the right thing. Jalen Rose, Terry Moran, and others, people who reported noted disinformation about Rittenhouse, who knew Jacob Blake was alive. Just put it in a damn search engine. You could have figured it out. We know exactly what you're up to. You are telling us story, not that story, in an effort to divide this now collapsing country, and you're doing it. Everything, all of your wealth, Terry Moran, Jalen Rose, and others, all of your success in life is because you were born here at this time right now in the greatest country on planet Earth. And this country is collapsing because of you, because of what you did and you media folks out there, the Tiffany Crosses of the world, the race hustlers who can't live a day without stoking the flames of racial division. You did this. You did this to everybody. This country is collapsing because of you. You need to own that. Everything you warned was being caused by Republicans is being caused by you. You are the problem. You are not the solution. I'll tell you two other people who are part of the problem. These two losers. Jonah Goldberg and Stephen Hayes, two zeros, guys who've attacked me often despite doing nothing to advance the cause of conservatism. They decided to leave Fox News because they didn't like Tucker Carlson's Patriots Purge special. That's really great. That's really great news. Joe, I think Fox News is going to be a lot better right now without these two idiots on, don't you think? Yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. Me too. Me too, man. I'm looking forward to it, too. You'll find them on MSNBC tomorrow with Jennifer Rubin pretending to be conservatives, I'm sure. That's being reported by the New York Times, as you can see. All right. Um, folks, been a long weekend, so uh, I'm gonna, we're going to wrap up the show a little early today. I just want to get to this last story. Forgive me, it was a very important news day today. I had to get all that information out. But again, I think the most important takeaway is hold your head up high and your chest out. We are on the right side. We're on the right side of right. The left is the real misinformation campaign. And I'm honored you've chosen to spend some time with me where we're committed to the truth. I wanted to show you this last article because something uh, 
Joe, you heard me say this before, right? About how the, the left is an entirely, the cancel culture enterprise is entirely cannibalistic, that there's yeah. just no way it can continue. It, 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 by its simple nature, cancel culture eventually has to eat itself. And the reason is this, it's very simple. Cancel culture will be cannibalistic and implode on itself because conservatives really don't care about cancel culture anymore. We've ignored it. We don't care. Like I told you about the whole Nandini cancel culture enterprise. It doesn't matter. There are, you know, hundreds of thousands of companies out there looking to sponsor ad campaigns on conservative shows. There's an entirely new parallel economy being built. There's nothing they can do to stop us. We ignore them. So now that they realize there's not much they can do to harm us financially or reputationally, because we just ignore these idiots, right? They've had to find new victims. And their victims are the left. Bill Maher going after others, truth tellers on the left. Here's another example of the inherent cannibalistic nature of liberalism. New York Post is reporting at NPR, you know, this, this grotesque uh, far left outlet. They were slammed for calling Boston's first female Asian American mayor, quote, a disappointment in a now deleted tweet. It said, while many are hailing it as a major turning point, others see it as more of a disappointment that the three black candidates in the race couldn't even come close. Hmm. Didn't I tell you this folks? It's only a matter of time before when you try to pick groups as favorites, say you pick minority groups and you tell them that, well, white oppressors are attacking them. And then you realize that isn't true. So then you go down and you, go, Oh, the Asians are attacking you too. They're getting spots in schools that belong to you. Do you see how this eventually starts to pit even minority groups against one another and it implodes on itself? Let me just suggest we go back to a moral and ethical way of living where we judge people by who they are and not their skin color or ethnicity. I know that's a crazy idea to the left. Maybe we should just give it a shot. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in. We'll have ongoing coverage on the radio show today of this uh, Incident in, in uh, Waukesha, Wisconsin, just devastating. But it's important to never be first. It's important to be, it's important to be right, not first. That's what matters. That's what we're committed to on this show. Thanks again for tuning in. I'll see you on the radio show a little later. You just heard Dan Bongino.